in a world entrenched in darkness, desperately seeking hope and security, a coalition of nations invoke a highly classified program, commissioned by their ancestors generations ago, for such a time when all else has failed. They called for but one man to light the flame, to carry the torch, which is really a guitar, ready to blast the battle cry. Behold, the time has come for... Rock and Roll! Oh boy, what an intro. <laughs> the, the, the producer... <laughs> sounds like a movie. Are we doing a movie? <laughs> I don't think I'm one to save the world, much less or the universe or whatever. Ay ay ay! Wow, that's, that's, that's creative stuff. Um, it, it sounds like a movie. What we're talking about may sound like a movie. Uh, some of the Judas Priest... Uh, matters in the news, and we have an exclusive interview with K.K. Downing, so we'll get to that uh, without, uh, you know, too much, uh, uh, you know, ado. Um, but <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I heard that and I was like, wow. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. Hope you're having a great week so far. So we'll get into this. Um, I did reach out to K.K. Downing about some of the things that were going on. Concerning the band and concerning, um, you know, what some current members have said, uh, you know, and, and what he said about them. So, but we also reached out to the band as well uh, for an official comment, and we got some reaction from uh, Richie Faulkner online on on Twitter. I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but all of this is uh, surrounding kind of the latest chapter and the back and forth that's going on, which nobody likes. I mean, as far as K.K. Downing, you'll hear him say he doesn't like it, and also, uh, Richie Faulkner has said in the past that he, even in this piece that kind of started this latest chapter of it on WAAF Radio in Boston, that he's not a fan of this either. So, I, you know, as, to set the table, briefly, um, it's a big table, but we'll, we'll march through this quickly. Um, for one, you know, yes, we are fans of the band. And, you know, I don't, just so we're clear, I don't know any of these guys on a personal level. I mean, I've had interactions, which is great as a fan, but as a journalist, you want to have all sides of the story. So every time there's been something going on, we've followed it and we've talked about it. For example, this all comes from some of uh, Mr. Faulkner's comments uh, to uh, WAAF Radio, uh, where he was asked about... Um, uh, some of the things that have gone on regarding K.K. Downing's comments that um, that Richie and uh, uh, Mr. Scott Travis are on a wage, um, being that they're not founding members of the band. And thus, in K.K.'s uh, view, you know, that they don't have uh, a right to control the aspects of the band is, is generally what K.K. has said. So Richie had said, and again, we're, we're just balancing all of this and putting all of this out there. Um, so he was asked about uh, some of the negative things uh, that have gone on. And Richie said uh, in this interview, uh, it's a disappointment more than anything, to be honest with you. I'm a great fan of Kins talking about K.K. Downing. I'm a great fan of what he's done. I'd love to hear him play some guitar and put out some music, to be honest with you. It just seems that unfortunately, a lot of what's what he's involved in at the moment is bits of information and interviews. I'd love to hear him play guitar again, to be honest. It's disappointing more than anything. We try not to get involved in it. We're out on the tour putting out new music and playing new music for the fans from a legacy that he helped create. So any sort of backstabbing or any sort of negativity that gets thrown 
at the band is just disappointing and unnecessary. So that so that was a big part of this, okay? So we will have KK's reaction to that, but again, we reached out to band management. I can tell you that. We reached out to band management for a comment, and whenever we get there, we will tell you what they say. They may not say anything about it because they largely have tried to stay out of this, although some band members have said some things. Rob Halford made some comments about some things way back when, uh, you know, uh, KK had issued a statement. You know, you all know about... Um, that he was surprised he wasn't asked to come back to the band after uh, the great Glenn Tipton had, um, and they're all great, I say that, I think they're all great, um, after Glenn Tipton uh, had to step aside from touring because of Parkinson's in a, in a very tough battle that he's in right now. Uh, even though he's still working, according to Rob and others in the band, he's working on sorting out riffs and, and you know for the next record. So, uh, a couple of things. First of all, you know, we, we want anybody who has anything to do with this as far as the band's perspective we will shed a light on it because we we want we are focused on the entire story we're not here we don't take sides all right we're we love the work the body of work that they've done we don't take sides and i don't know any of these guys any more than anybody else to even do that and if i did i wouldn't even do that so i think that's all fair and i and i think what you're going to get is, you know, we tried to see how things make sense. There's a lot of things that KK said that make sense. There's a lot of things that Richie has said that make sense. Just logically, not not in terms of your opinion, but logically, they make sense. So, but there's a big division here. So we'll get into that, um, and it'll begin with the reaction that uh, KK Downing has to the reaction that Richie Faulkner had to KK's comments about uh, Richie and uh, uh, Scott being uh, on a wage and uh, not full members of the band, in other words, to control, uh, to have a say in the control of what's happening. And that's all and much more ahead on Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. I'll tell you what, if you love Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin, and you know you do, you will love our other show, Dave Kinchin Tonight, a news talk podcast brought to you on iTunes, Spotify, you know the drill, wherever else you get podcasts. If we're not there, we should be. It's almost criminal not to be, and it won't take an act of Congress to get it done. I promise you that. So you've got your rock and roll here and a news talk show. Oh, yeah, we've got you covered. Everyone can make mistakes, you know, we're not always exactly right, but um, I can only say what my understanding is at the time that I'm actually conducting an interview, sure. you know, and, and what I actually believe, and and that's the information I want to get over from me mm. um, to the world, you know, because I actually really, really do, I'm really proud and I really treasure everything that I've done in my life and everything that I've you know, built up and my relationship with the fans and the world, and I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to destroy that. You know, I'd, I'd be stupid, and 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 um, it would be hurtful. You know, if if I thought that I'd done that, but unfortunately, we find ourselves in a, in a in situations where I say people, like I say, you know. I'm a fan of Blabbermouth. We get an awful lot of information, sure. you know, that would never, ever, ever get. So I'm grateful to those guys, but obviously they're kind of technical the way they that they do things to grab attention. Sometimes puts the fans on the wrong footing to start with, whereby 
some of the fans don't actually read the interview in the context that something was said in. And, um, and I'll have to say that, that uh, you know, e- even I have taken umbrage to some of the things that the band said in the early days, you know, that were hurtful. After I left the band, I was reading things like, none of the fans are missing KK. You know, uh, Richie's brought a new energy to the band, which is, you know, that's a slap at me, really, as though I was kind of slacking, if you want to read it that way. You know, um, and so even I, you know, took Humbridge, but in the beginning, but now you have to go back and read the interviews in the way that it was said, you know, um, and decide then whether you want to forgive that person for saying what they did. Mm. You know, Ian actually said none of the fans are missing KK. Well, Ian, you could have said not all of the fans are missing KK. I saw that, and I thought that was surprising because, and, and, you know, I think it's interesting, too, for us fans, we we certainly know you guys all go back so far a ways, and, you know, relationships do change over the years, but I was surprised to see Ian saying something like that, because I, I guess maybe the fans thought you guys were pretty tight, but again, it's always different from a fan's extremely outside perspective. Well, you know, um, when the band was in full flight, you know... I think it's fair to say that in the heydays, you know, when things are at their peak or before or when everything's great, you know, most musicians, they want to do the interviews, they want to propel themselves forward as much as they can, you know. And, and, um, you know, rightly or wrongly, um, and it's kind of, you know, Facts. I'm a great believer in democracy, you know, and uh, we can maybe touch on that a bit further down the line because it's it's a part of, you know, what I actually said about Richie and Scott, you know. It's just like, I suppose, if you've got a law firm or accountancy firm or whatever firm, you know, um, they don't take partners on until, you know, much, much, much further down the line. You know, the guys have to earn their, their, their dues to become that. Sure. <laughs> It's the same in bands, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm sure Gene and um, and Paul from Kiss. I mean, it's essentially their band. It's the same sort of setup yep. there. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know all the details, so, so forgive me. But that's my that's my my, my 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 take on it. You know, lots of bands work like that. You know, um, so I've been in the band for 14 years, a creator, and you know, and um, and and therefore. You know, um, the kids, just because I, I, I felt if I wanted to retire or leave for whatever reasons, and it's the same now, you know, whether it's due to, you know, illness, unfortunately, or whether uh, it's a grievance with someone or whatever it is, or whether it's just old age, you know, mm-hmm. these are, you know, because um, the thing is, uh, the original members <clears throat> will all be in that situation you know, at some point where we're actually not, you know, um, a performing member in Judas Priest for whatever reason, and that will happen. And, but you'd have to say in all fairness, being the founder members, the four of us, you know, pretty much from day one, that built the business, the company up, the band, and did all of that, 
that we, you know, like like any other business or company, there should be, there should be uh, th- those band members should have a cr- controlling right o- over the company to to ensure that um, they get what they deserve really for all the invested lifetimes investment. I think that's fair, a fair comment, you know. But also to keep a control of how other people may be portraying the image um, and, and the name and the legacy of Judas Priest in years to come. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think it makes a lot of sense? And I, I'm wondering, do you think, uh, you know, with Richie's uh, quote to the, the Boston radio station AF about, you know, he'd love to see you play again. Do you, do you think there ever might be a time where you guys all might do a jam or something, you know, uh, whoever's, you know, you come back to Priest and maybe you do a song or two just on stage or something. I mean, do you ever think that there there might be some kind of uh, leveling off and a making of amends? I don't think so. I mean, because, you know, um, you know, ever since I left the band, um, the founder, the remaining founder members have been trying to oust me completely. And I understand if that's the case, and, and Richie does have a firm and solid and complete um, position in the band. Well, fine, I can accept that. But then I also, at the same time, I, I need to hold him, him also responsible for not giving me the opportunity to um, to uh, re- potentially rejoin the band, or at least uh, being made aware that there was uh, a vacant position. And then there's this, what KK believes to be a snub at the 2018 Wacken Hall of Heavy Metal History induction. Listen to this. People, people have to understand, I see this thing after a lifetime of work, you know, and then, you know, Richie accepts my award, really. And But nobody there, and Rob made a speech, and no, you know, uh, none of the guys made reference to me whatsoever, you know. Um, and this is a lifetime achievement award, and so things like that, you know, don't sit well with me, and I don't think they would sit well with anyone else either in my position. To be fair. And finally, KK says lawyers are involved over the future of the company that is Judas Priest, and he says he is being locked out. If anyone, anyone band or management, you know, could just inform me and keep me informed and let me know what's happening with the, with the company that I'm a part of and, um, and the company that, you know, I spent my lifetime working and, and building on. I mean, I think the thing is, you know, because we're all men of a certain age and we want to provide for our loved ones and our families. It's not just all about... The, it's, it's not all about the dollar, but it's, the dollar's important as well as all of the hard work sure. and the music and everything. We have, we want to leave, you know, we want to, um, we want to, you know, uh, build our own individual uh, legacy and success, and to be able to pass that on, you know, to, to like I say, when we're um, basically. Um, when we know we're not going to be around anymore, you know. And I think everyone, that's kind of, is it an old-fashioned thing? I can remember my grandmother and my grandfather, you know, staving up in a tin under the bed, you know, for when, when they passed away. They wanted to leave, you know, their kids and grandkids something, you know. It's an, 
called it an old-fashioned thing, but that's what needs to happen. So for everybody, it's the world we live in. We all have to take care of what whatever money we earn these days. Sure, it's true. Well, hey, KK, thanks so much for your time. Uh, we got to run, but thank you so much. And and uh, like I said, we'll keep you in the loop and, and keep us in the loop. And I appreciate, you know, just you kind of keeping us updated with everything. I know it's been tough with the back and forth, but I really want to thank you. And, okay, and, like, I said, like I said, David, you know, and I know the fans, you know, it's a grind. But, you know, just bet, you know, um, hopefully something good will come out um, in the end. But... Um, you know, all I can say is the fact that, you know, until we've all kind of, if, if we don't get things out, out in the open, and the thing is, you know, if people don't know, they're, they're likely to prejudge or misjudge the reality of a situation, you know, um, the, the main thing is, um, as I said before, and I said it in my book, and I say it in interviews, I'm extremely proud, you know, of what we achieved. All right, so there you have it, but we're not done yet. Again, we have all of, of the balance here when it comes to this. So I tweeted out um, some headlines from all of this, really a little bit of audio. And, and what I said was uh, I was sent, of course, uh, the first uh, feed uh, from my exclusive interview with founding Judas Priest guitarist K.K. Downing, who responds to criticism he says he got from Richie Faulkner and other Judas Priest band members. Now, uh, Richie did respond, and uh, what he said... Um, and we'll go to that in a second here as we pull this up on the screen. What he said was, since when did responding to untruths become criticism? Journalism at its finest, I see. That's from Richie Faulkner. And, you know, again, he can have his, he's certainly welcome to his opinion. But what we're doing here is making sure that everything is included, that all sides are included here. And also... Uh, the statement from that Richie Faulkner put out before, after K.K. Downing said that he, that Richie and Scott Travis were on a wage, he says regarding a recent untruthful article, I am not sure why anyone feels they have the right to openly discuss others' financial standings, true or otherwise. Uh, this seems to be intended as a swipe, as the band, and swipe so at the band and an attempt to devalue my and Scott's position in the band. So he says, for the record, uh, he has not been paid a wage since 2012. Uh, and that, uh, you know, essentially he's always been a full participant in the band. You know, the, you can read the rest of the statement. It's out there. Um, we can even retweet it. No problem doing that. But anyway, you, you have an idea of what's come from this and we're going to continue to follow it. And, uh, you know, again, we reached out to Judas Priest Management. We have not received a statement from them yet. When we do, uh, if we do, we will put that out there as well. And uh, anything else that happens with this back and forth, which hopefully, again, as fans, you know, we want to see a band united, right? We want to see bands united. Even if they're not together, everybody in the band, we want to see some sort of peace and, and unity in the name of the body of work that they created. And, and, and I think that's something that any fan could ask for in any of any artist or any team or whatever. Uh, so that is where we are, and we'll continue to talk about this on our next podcast. And it's Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. Thank you for being a part of the show, as always. Mm-hmm.